This is the Mark Milton Show with a Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division trial attorney Mark Milton and the Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll and ride. Wearing my six shoes, riding my pony on a cat and drive. Yeehaw, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show live today, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios here in Kirkwood with a very special guest co-hosting today uh, while Smash recovers from his tumble in the shower i did see smash this week visited him uh while he was recovering i know he's he's home now so he's doing much better he wants everybody to know uh he's looking forward to getting back here on the mark millen show but today we have my former law professor mentor idol you might say idol professor anders walker from st louis university school of law professor walker welcome back to the program thanks for having thanks for having me no no problem thank you for being here uh we're having a little the, the mic's a little funky there you just got to make sure to talk right. In. I, I could hear you fine. Um, you're also, in addition to being a legal scholar, you also teach an American history course, uh, undergraduate course. Is that correct? That's right. And you're also an Eagle Scout. I am. <laughs> I remember Favorite. you spoke You spoke at Anne Marie's graduation, and somebody gave a very long-winded introduction to you, and one of the funniest lines I've ever heard was you stepped up and said, I am also an Eagle Scout. Be prepared. <laughs> prepared there you go well we're not really that prepared here today for the mark millen show i know uh normally we just kind of come in and, and wing it and so i appreciate you being here I, a lot of, a lot going on in the country want to get your take on from a constitutional perspective from a criminal perspective this case out of florida uh with the young couple that uh, she's now missing he's under suspicion i want to get your your take on all, all that's going on there but first we have to talk taxes okay we have to talk about this tax and spending bill that Congress has put forth, um, really the Democrats, uh, $3.5 trillion in spending. They're proposing to raise income taxes by about $2.5 trillion, which still is, there's a trillion shortfall there. Even if even if they do raise taxes, still a trillion short, still can't pay for it. We still have $30 trillion in national debt. But, hey, we'll, we'll just forget about that. We'll just keep printing money. We'll keep creating more and more inflation and just continue to bankrupt ourselves as a country. But I think the tax piece of this is really interesting because you had Joe Biden this week uh, speak, and, you know, it's the classic uh, the classic line that you always hear during campaigns, that the wealthy need to pay, or the, pay their fair share. That's what it's all rooted in. But what I think he lacks a fundamental understanding of is what it takes to create jobs, what it, what it takes to keep people employed. And when you start taxing people at 40%, which is what their proposal would do for those who make over – 400,000. Those are your small business owners. Those are your job creators. With Let's say they're living in California. They're already paying 12% state tax. I mean, they're going to be paying over 50% of their income. And for what? To spread it around? I mean, to, to pay for all these social programs that we can't afford and, and to continue to let people basically not work and make $32,000 a year on unemployment? What's, what's your take, Professor Walker, as a staunch capitalist, anti-socialist person? What do you think of the spending bill? Well, I think at some point they're going to have to tax more than just the rich. They're going to increase taxes on everybody. That's the only way to pay for these kinds of programs. And at some point, people are going to say, no, they got to get it through Congress. But they've got the power. That's the tax and spend clause of the Constitution. So they can do whatever they want. But I think we're going to see tax increases across the board. And and don't I also think you're going to see them go after wealth you know elizabeth warren has talked about a wealth tax you know going after 
inheritance, um, which generally has not been, you know, taxable or at least, you know, people who receive money, whether it be through through uh, a will or a trust or something like that, I think you're going to see um, an increase in the estate tax and maybe a, a, a decrease in the exemption amount because right now, you know, if your estate's below a certain amount, you don't pay the estate tax. But I, I think we will see that go up again because, like you said, you got to find the money somewhere. We can't just keep spending without generating the revenue. So I've been reading a lot about Scandinavia. And Bernie uh, Sanders said we need to be more like Scandinavia in 2020. And everybody knows Scandinavia has lo a high standard of living, low poverty, very high taxes, <clears throat> but they do not tax the rich any more than they tax the middle class. It's one of the big secrets people don't realize about Denmark, Sweden, Norway. Very high taxes on the middle class. The reason they don't tax the rich is they tried that and money started leaving the country. People started going to Switzerland. They started going to England. And so they now bring back very low corporate income taxes and very high sales taxes. So the VAT, which is a regressive tax, is how they fund their expansive social safety net, which is what I think Biden would like to do. But you can't do it by taxing the rich. You've got to tax the middle class because they can't leave. And so tax the rich will not get us there. And we will have to see what Americans are going to say when the middle class is looking at 50, 60 percent income tax. Well, and that's what people don't understand about our tax system is, you know, it's a progressive system. I mean, the more you make, the higher your percentage is. So if you're making under 50 grand, you might only pay 10 percent effectively in income tax. Right. But they don't tell they don't explain that when they say, oh, the rich the rich need to pay their fair share. Well, they are. I mean, they're paying more than their fair share. If you if you really break down who's paying income taxes in our country, the the lower income and the middle income pay very little in, in terms of the overall lion's share of, you know, what it takes to run our country. I mean, if you're talking 40% at the top rates, you know, that's significant compared to an effective rate of 10 to 15 that most people who make under 70, 80,000 are paying. But nobody talks about that. It's a, it's a nice talking point to say that the, the secretary pays more in taxes than the, you know, the hedge fund manager or whatever, you know, the, the classic lines. And so they use that to then try to justify increasing capital gains rates, which is also on the table right now. Capital gains are typically taxed 15 to 20% for long-term. They want to increase that all the way up to 28%. So people who invest money in the economy, people who invest in business, who maybe sell it for a gain, they're going to pay 28% on that gain on top of all the income tax they've paid over their life for the income they've generated. So it's almost a double tax when you think about, you know, a small business owner that's built something of value, then they're going to go to sell it. Not only are they paying income tax all those years, now they're going to get hit with a 28% tax bill for what the gain is on that sale of a business. So I think to your point, like, will people start leaving? I don't know. I saw where China's income tax rate for the wealthies actually would be less than what, what we would have under this plan. So it's like, are, would people just start leaving? The doers, the, the job creators, the people. I mean, I don't know. I, I would hope that wouldn't happen, but we can't continue down this path. That's it's unsustainable. What, that's what happened in Europe. People with money invested it elsewhere. When you're seeing people leave states, people leave high-income tax states like Flor or California, New York. They're going to Texas, Tennessee, Florida, all no-income tax states. There's right. a reason for that. They're, right. they're, they're fleeing because they're sick of being taxed to death. They're sick of being overregulated. And I mean, I just don't know if people would actually not view the U.S. as 
sort of the the beacon of opportunity that it that it always has been. That's what's sad to me is that that that, that could happen at some point. But I don't know. That's that's what happened <laughs> in Sweden. And that's you know it, it they're getting what they want too. The socialist agenda that was talked about during the 2020 Democratic primary is basically in a lot of ways come to fruition, right? Basically, right now we have a fifteen dollar minimum wage because no, who's who's going to work for less than that right now? Well, what Europe realized is socialism doesn't work; it's capitalism. You've got to promote investment, you've got to promote business, you've got to have low corporate income tax rate, and then you tax the middle class. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the welfare state. So Europe tried socialism in the eighties, protracted economic decline; it doesn't work. Well, it's also when they talk about corporate income tax rates, that's another popular thing. Like all these biggest corporations don't pay any income tax. It's misleading because the reason they don't, if they don't, is because they're reinvesting a lot of money into their business. They're getting, you know, depreciation for equipment and things like that that ultimately impact their corporate income tax. But they're also getting deductions for what they're paying out in wages to their people, what they're, you know, it's, it's, it's misleading to say, oh, they don't pay any income tax. Well, they pay. Tremendous amount, Google, Facebook, I'm certainly not going to defend Google or Facebook, but I mean, the people, the people they're employing are generating income taxes based on their salaries, their wages. They're also paying payroll taxes as a company to the federal government and state government. So this idea that, oh, these corporations are basically not contributing anything to our society when you see Joe Biden out there making those remarks is just completely misleading. And it's also coming from a guy who's never signed the front of a paycheck. He's never actually created anything he's never had a he seriously though i mean when you look back he graduated from law school maybe worked one year at a law firm then got elected senator at like 30 and he's been in washington for 50 years just spending other people's money taxing people spending other people's money and also interesting he said for the last 40 years the system hasn't worked well you've been there joe so what did you do to fix it the 40 years you were there no you were in on all these sweetheart deals for the real estate developers which by the way they're not cutting as part of his plan, which is kind of ironic. So J- Donald Trump will benefit from this plan because they're not going after, you know, all the lucrative tax breaks that real estate developers get. Um, in most cases end up not paying any tax because of all the, you know, depre- yeah, land depreciates. Does that make sense? You actually, the, 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 the code views land as a depreciating asset, which in the history of the world, land has only gone up in value as you own it. But that's still to this day, a break that would exist under the Biden tax tax plan. Right. Well, Biden used to be a uh, blue dog Democrat. He was in with Clinton Gore. It was the economy, stupid. They uh, ended welfare, went to workfare. So Biden has been around and he's he's kind of moved around politically. He's a flexible guy. If people say we don't want to pay it, I think he'll probably change his tune. Well, and you got guys like Joe Manchin and others who are, you know, putting their foot putting their foot down and saying, no, this is this is crazy. We can't spend this kind of money and not only spend it, but what are we spending on? We're spending on, you know, the socialist agenda, the green new deal stuff. It's not like, it's not even clear exactly how this money would even benefit us long-term other than to fulfill a leftist wish list. But anyway, we'll move on. This is the Mark Milton show with special guest host today, professor Anders Walker from St. Louis university school of law. Uh, We're here in live today in the Miller furniture studios. You can text us or call us at eight, five, five, 282-8255 282-8255 if you want to try to stump Professor Walker with a constitutional law or a criminal law question. I'm sure you'd be happy to entertain that. And I do want to talk about Miller Furniture. They're open today. They're open seven days a week. All three of their locations, Belleville, 
Lake St. Louis, and now in Ellisville on Manchester, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson Road. Uh, you, there you will find long-lasting quality and instant gratification. They've got so much furniture in stock for immediate de- delivery, and a lot of places can't say that. So be sure to check them out in-store, or you can shop online anytime at MillerFurniture.com. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com. They have the largest selection of Amish-made furniture, which is made in the U.S., in St. Louis, and the largest selection of real leather reclining furniture. Not that fake stuff, Professor Walker, but this is real, genuine leather furniture, recliners, sofas, I mean, you name it. They've got it all. They've got dining room furniture, office furniture, whatever whatever you need for your home, you will find it at Miller Furniture. You not, in the market for anything? You need a... Not, not like the furniture in my office. Not like that. That's like the commercial... That's all fake. ...stuff. This is like high-end for home office, high-end... Real natural wood, heirloom pieces you'll pass down for generations and hopefully not be taxed on it when they get it. You know what I mean? All right, this is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash Butt with Professor Walker this week. We'll be right back in a second.